The end is nigh. The curtain is lowering. The final few moments are upon us. Me and Shu take a bow, looking back on an extremely well done performance. In reality, the audience left nine episodes ago. We're getting booed off stage from the venue. I knew I shouldn't have exposed myself to that audience of nuns. What was I thinking? Why did we agree to this cathedral charity gig? Welcome, members of the congregation, and everybody else for that matter, to the season finale of the Lager Logs. Points of view with Tom and Stu. I'm Stu. He's Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hi. No, actually... I'm getting I'm getting mixed up already. You thought I'd be useless by now, but I'm not. I'm sorry. I apologize. Stu, if that is your real name, would you like to say hello to the people? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the simple like say hello, Stu. And say like, now tonight Great. after eleven wait, how many episodes? Ten episodes. Ten. Nine. Nine. This is ten. And I would just go, I would take it from you and finally say, hello, Stu. I was going to make that joke that you've been trying to make for the last nine episodes and you did not hand it to me. You already mentioned it, though. You couldn't do it this week. But, you know, you've already mentioned it last week. I know. It'd make you look silly. I'm I'm pretty much looking good out of this intro. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking at the serious gent. And I'm taking it obviously very serious. You you, you would have looked silly, and I don't, I don't want you looking silly because that's not what we're about on this show. Um, yes, guys, you heard it. Ten episodes are up, and we're calling it a wrap on season one of the Lager Logs. We officially can't stand each other anymore. It means you have agreed to see other people. It's a temporary separation. I know what you're thinking. What about the kids? What will happen to the twins, Ching and Chang, our little angel Baltica, and the other eighteen kids we've adopted up to this point? Well, firstly, we'll definitely be claiming benefits. It'd be rude not to. And secondly, we've nabbed a documentary deal with Channel 5, which I think is going to be a mega hit. A real slice of life look at the inner workings of the larger, larger but loving family. You call it excessive. I call it how far will this jar of ragu stretch. No, um, I'm only joking. In reality, they'll all be killed, executed, just gone. In a bottle dump. Just, Just dumped. Stu, how are you holding up, buddy? You broke into the Hagen Dars and uh, chick flicks just yet. <laughs> how how is how is your week and how how are you feeling now and how is your week leading up to this this moment? My week's been fine. A little bit resting at home. Uh, the week in this world's been a bit crazy. It has. It has. You're talking yeah. about the uh, typhoon that hit England a few days ago. Well, that and all that fucking business in America. Where was happening over there? You're pointing down then. Where, I, think I was waving Australia across the room, you know. <laughs> now, I was giving you specific coordinations to oh. the United States of America. Oh, I'm okay. afraid Skype wasn't able to carry that message across. You, uh, you sunk my battleship, clearly. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit of a, a, a weird week, but um, I like. I think the show's going to be weirder. I think we're going to yes. top it. Um, I've been okay bizarrely doing the rounds catching up with a few people here and there mm-hmm. obviously in full astronaut regalia i don't want to catch that nasty bout of uh, oh, yeah. chicken pox that's doing the round you know ah uh, you're you're locked down again aren't you locked down man yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be passing on the possibility of a bumpy consolation on my bum cheeks been there done that got the oven mitts but speaking of things um no, I've got no connection there. Uh, on a completely different note, how was your Halloween, Stu? <laughs> <laughs> it 
It was <laughs> fine. The government dissuaded us from the usual take your children from door to door, stick their, encourage them to stick their hands into random bowls of sweets, which has already been <laughs> rifled through by several other children and adults. We were just kind of, had to kind of stay within our bubble. So we took the kids to see their grandparents and they just got probably about five pounds worth of sweets given to them. That's all about. That's what it's all about. And I've got no teeth left as of today. Yeah. Diabetes, there's a fit, a lot. Fantastic. The full works. I'm so glad to hear that, that, you know, you, you didn't take it lightly. You went all in on the Halloween treats. Mine, mine was pretty beautiful. Mine was, mine was similar. Family orientated. I spent it in skin tight lycra, which I think is the best way to really let it all hang out or protrude out there. It's a good visual aid in that it lets your mom know if she needs to crank the heating up or if it's a good temperature, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely one of those minimal effort jobs. <laughs> I know I was just wearing a dinosaur head. <laughs> well, you didn't like the fact that, that I painted on my costume. Come on, man, that cost me uh, loads of money in oil-based paints. Um, you, you know, it was... Uh, convenience, I think, is the name of the game. But... Um, Guys, less about Halloween, unless you want to speak more about Halloween, but I'm kind of over it now. I'm looking to my birthday. So if you want to speak more about it, then we can. Moving on. Guys, we have a fantastic show. That was seamless <laughs> then, that was. It was like, there's there's, there's ah, beer staring at me. Amazing. Um, we have I've not had any medication today. <laughs> the doctors no have all turkey. showed up at once no cold turkey for this man replacing one drug with another that's the best way to do it, that's how to do it in Scotland <laughs> <laughs> guys we've got a fantastic show for you tonight we have a Marston's Triple Decker one of the biggest and best British beer brands they own pretty much all your favourite brewskis your Banks, your Bass your Hobgoblins, your Courage uh, and a bunch of others we've already spoke about on the show. It's going to be a wild ride. We hope you're ready. And we also hope we're not talking just absolute bullshit at the end of the episode. But a girl can always dream. Right, Stu, for the last time this season, let's dive in, my man. Straight off the bat, dude, have you experienced any of our offerings this evening? No, never. Awesome. Never, awesome. Never. Going in. Uh, completely fresh. Uh, yeah, spoilers. Uh, I do really like one of these, and I can't remember the other two. Um, no, one of them I definitely had a lot of points of a few years ago. Uh, so I'm looking forward to see if I'm still down with it, but I'm going to fill people in as we progress. So I thought the first beer, because I know it's a, safe, it's a safety beer for me, <laughs> Pedigree Amber Ale. Will you reckon? Okay. Sure. Good. Yeah. Crack them open. Come on. Here we go. Struggling a little bit. <laughs> I made it, though. Now for the pour. What do you think about that colour, bud? Looking good. It's, oh, is it? Or is this the golden ale, did you see? This the is amber. the, uh, yeah, the amber ale, the bitter. This is. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I guess I was going to say darker than I expected, but yeah, amber. I'd expect amber to be darker than golden. Hmm. Um, I don't know. We could salt Jurassic Park if you want on that one. <laughs> right? Oh, no, there better not be any flies in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of that through the first half of the show. 
I mean, Seriously. to be fair, man, it, it wouldn't be the log logs uh, without some flies involved. Mate, cheers. Cheers. To you, buddy. Here we go. And to me as well. I think I'm worth it. Just drink the fucking beer. What do you reckon, dude? That's um, not bad. I, I, I really like Pedigree, yeah. I'd say it's one of my kind of go-tos. It's the one of... I drink quite consistently from consistency consistently from this lineup, but you enjoy it. I'm going to kind of dive into Marston's history, Tad, because we've got a big show. We've got a lot of beer, got a lot of history, and I try not to bore you too much. Just, um, just kick the mic if you're dropping off. He's already gone. Right, I'm on my own. I'm solo in this bad boy. Right, <laughs> to dive into the history. I'm back. Tad. I didn't mean to throw my headset. <laughs> you did. Um, established as J. Martin and Son by John Marston and his son. It was formed in 1834 in Burton-upon-Trent and has been amalgamating with different breweries all the way back since the late 1800s. Pedigree, one of their staple beers, uh, as I said, I kind of go to best bitter for me, clocks in at a healthy 4.5%. First brewed in 1850s. P, very appetizing, uh, was slapped with the name it goes under now in the 50s and was the first English ale to win the Camera Award. Uh, relaunched in 2016 in its form you see today with head brewer George Peard or Purd emblazoned on the front sticker. So uh, a little slice of the company's history there. There'll be more to come. Let's get this coach back on the road for now. But not before stopping for a quick pee break and a bite to eat at the closest service station while we discuss precursory hops examined. Not bad. Is that's that a good one to go? Better than on? last week, yeah. Thanks, uh, man. I feel like that sounds good. That sounds good. Quite, uh, quite scholarly. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? I just need some elbow pads now and a beard. Uh, Stu, they're on the way though. I'm working on. <laughs> what have you been tucking in? Uh, tucking into. I mean, it's your choice if you read your brewski's a bedtime story. Um, what what have you been up to? <laughs> Let me know. My wife's tired of sharing the bed with me and my three <laughs> bottles for, for the last week. So when's this fucking podcast? Friday, Friday. Thank fuck, I'll get my bed back. You're supposed to cool them down or warm them up, man. You got to get them mixed up a little bit. The fucking, like, wee cock blockers are just getting a rod. <laughs> Tough choice, isn't it? You know, they're right there, kind of on the same on the same scale, kind of just balancing themselves out. So One is more we're... inclined to kick you out of bed, though, than the other. I'll tell you that. Over the, the last time since we spoke, I've only sampled two, two beers, and this was part of your Littles, uh, the little ale festival. Oh, special that they did. There, did you? Yes, I sampled two. I I just bought two and said, "Right, these look good." Yeah. And didn't really pay attention to the labels, but turns out they were both uh, New England IPAs. Oh, okay, man. Like from different companies. Yes. Um, okay, first of all, we've got a uh, Barney's beer, Cloudburst. That's um, where your Halloween costume inspiration came from. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> I it was definitely, it was like these were tins. So as soon as I cracked it open, like the fruity sort of aroma hit, like it was ah. that type of a pale ale where it's like got your big citrus vibes. 
it almost smells like a like cocktail. Then you take ah, a drink it's... and you're just punched with a bitterness. So it kind of smelt more fruity than it tasted fruity. Yes. Okay, okay, interesting. Um, we do say that sometimes, though, don't we? Though when you open it first, it tends mm-hmm. to give you a lot of flavour on that first smell or that first taste, and it kind of tends to settle a little bit. So might uh, be what you're kind of experiencing with uh, with our brewski. Yeah, but that was it. Was like nice, better drink. It was definitely one of these things that you'd have to enjoy it cold. Mm. Like if you took your time drinking it and it got warm, it could probably oh, good. Yeah, wouldn't enjoy it that much. But no, it was like a nice, refreshing sort of bitter. I was sitting watching. I think uh, Jason goes to hell. <laughs> on, my, on my recommendation, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> nice one. Um, and then later in the week, I tried uh, Loch Lomond Brewery's Ooh, uh, Zoom time. Oh, I and... prefer I prefer Skype hours. Moving uh, on, yeah, with life. How was so, it? Bud? It was not bad. It was. I, I think it was an improvement on the cloudburst. That good? Yeah. So uh, this one was described as like a session any IPA, and. When, IPA, yeah, think. and again, that is just another New England uh, India pale ale. But so I was looking into what the difference between yeah. a New England India pale ale and a New England pale ale, and just as there isn't, they're both it's each company will class it differently, but it's more one or less just, the same, same, same process. Ah, one just and takes again, longer to say. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you just break it down to a more confusing set. Of, players <laughs> but uh, they described it as a session in any ipa uh but i uh, definitely this one was a lot smoother easier to kind of knock back but mm. it was like big aromas of um like grapefruit or like a passion really? fruit interesting yeah you've had and, a couple of really fruity ones in this week haven't you yeah so it, it's been a change it was definitely like a smooth mm. drink but it was just strange to have this really citrus bitter beer. Yeah, it's it's always a a bit of a, a bit of a weird one um, mm-hmm. with the fruits. Again, some some can kind of go well with it, and some can kind of you know not really uh, combine that well with it. But um, it sounds like you had a couple of pretty pretty decent ones. It's not decent, yeah. interesting uh, ones it. for sure. You know, very uh, individual styles. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely like, right, that's me at least kind of sampled something because it's all like, these are the brands I see in my Lidl's all the time, like mm-hmm. Loch Lomond Brewery and uh, Barney's Beer. But Barney's Beer is maybe more of like an Audi. I always see those bottles in Audi. Yeah. So, I think yeah. they've been making, they've been showing up. Um, I haven't seen them on my end yet, but obviously a lot of the kind of different or kind of uh, unique ones, ones I haven't seen before, uh, have been showing up, obviously, with the, the beer festival going on. So Aye. I think that's awesome that you can kind of sink into something that's uh, or something you don't normally kind of come across, which is awesome, which sounds like something, what you've done Aye. this week, my friend. Interesting. I uh, I commend you for the kind of uh, trying uh, a, a, bit of a, a bit of a strange one or a bit Aye, of a unique one. Now, Tom. Yes, there has been a few days since we've spoke last. Yes. Have you had enough time to consume any beer? Have you got an hour? (laughs) (laughs) We have tonight. (laughs) Loads of stuff. But yeah, I had had a really, really good week. Um, 
uh, I mean, dive in. Let's just dive straight in. I had um, I had Banksy's Bitter in a hometown pub of mine. One of my go-to bottled pale ales I actually found and tried on cask for the first time ever. And uh, bloody ding, ding, we have a winner. I finally managed to find a cask ale that was cold uh, and really foamy and really refreshing. I think it just goes to show it is difficult finding a cask ale to my tastes, but they are out there. So really surprising, but really awesome. As I say, one of my favorites, and it was nice to kind of have it, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a glass mm-hmm. rather than, well, in a, in a glass that's shaped like this rather than this. And for those at home, audio, remember, I'm audio. talking nonsense. Uh, I think it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he was really good. Yeah, and keeping the home county love going, my dad pointed me in the right direction of a uh, Yorkshire brewery. Shout out to Acorn Brewery based in Barnsley. Uh, tried a few of their bits, uh, tried their Yorkshire pride, their Barnsley gold, and their crowning achievement, in my humble opinion, their uh, Barnsley bitter. The pride and the gold are both golden ales. Uh, a pair of um, really nice kind of lagery, uh, bittery hybrid brewskis. But their, their bitter was was fantastic, nutty and toffee-y, if that's a word, without being too sweet would be my description. Lovely stuff. They also do a porter and a stout, which I will definitely be jumping onto when i get a chance um i managed to jump on a few at home samples also tanglefoot which i've never tried before uh, clint eastwood film i think you're close i think you're very very close if not if not it's one that he probably should make um <laughs> it, it sounds a bit more kind of spaghetti to me <laughs> tanglefoot does <laughs> which i never tried before it's a golden ale kind of kind of average straight down yeah. the middle stuff but you know refreshing um which was kind of which was nice i say one of those quite similar to what you were saying i think if it was um less than freezing cold it, it, it probably wouldn't perform as well as it does when it's kind of freezing and straight out the fridge uh which yeah. is kind of how i had it but it was nice and also sam smith's Taddy Porter. I mentioned these guys before on the show. Um, They're organic. Yeah, man. They're organic. Good memory, dude. They're organic uh, pale ale, which I really dug. Uh, And this is their Porter. It's just as tasty. Uh, Sweet, dark, thick, like a Black Jackson Horlicks love child. Sensational. Diving away from that and into uh, another shallower swimming pool. Uh, Halloween which we've already mentioned, which I'm over because my birthday end of the month, we're done. Okay. Everyone should start realizing that that's, that's the next big holiday. And it's annoying me that, you know, a lot of people aren't onto it. They're not switched on, but you less about right. that. He's already sent down his wish list. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it your way, stud muffin. Um, <laughs> Halloween, uh, amongst a lot of other things, most notably egging and TPing the neighbors from the comfort of my own garden. Um, another big hookup, Troopers, Day of the Dead. The same uh-huh. beer we know and love, confirmed, yes. just in a fancy festive label. Fancy label. I did uh-huh. want to just double check it for myself. Well, it was just an excuse to get hammered on Trooper, to be honest, but I did want to kind of do the investigative work for the show because I'm a professional, which I've done, 
Uh, and yeah, I think, you know, deep down, the new label made it taste uh, at least 14% better. Pushing yeah. its score into figures yeah. I can't even fathom with my peanut brain. <laughs> and finally, guys, I'd like to mention, I did it. Everybody in Britain, I think, did it as well. Wednesday night, the nation whizzed out with the idea of scoring as much 99p brewski as they could from their nearest Weatherspoons. Everyone, you know, not wanting to get leathered. They're just trying to help out, not let mm. things go to waste. Let's not waste good beer. Of course, there's kids in Africa in 98 to 99 season Manchester United away shirts going without beer, guys. Okay. Do I drop one of those from an airplane? The kid or the shirt? <laughs> and the beer. <laughs> okay. Here's your first aid and a couple, couple barrels. <laughs> okay. Uh, well... After a few full starts, I mean, it was just chock-a-block. I was in luck as my local, one of my locals had one of my favorite or maybe my absolute favorite strong ale on cask, Adnam's Broadside. Um, and a good week for cask, man. Another surprising cask to me was um, served uh, relatively cold. But unfortunately, it's about 2% lower in volume than the bottle, which I don't know the reason behind. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just something to do with the way it's stored or produced uh, and, and sent to places. And I don't know. There's something yeah. kind of along the pipeline that it's a bit lower on, on, um, on cask rather than bottle. But It just means you could drink more. Well, I tried to. I really, I really, really tried to. Um, but, uh, you know, no worries. It, it lost none of its flavor. I always describe it as Tetley's on crack. It's got a very... <laughs> a similar taste but you know a bit more of a, a kick to it and at 99p a pop it would be rude not to get kicked out of the pub for mm-hmm. so yeah very beefy week my man and a, and a great week to sign off with uh mm-hmm. i think like liver's taking a beating yeah i was gonna say i definitely need a, a couple of weeks off get back to the the scrumpies for a few days <laughs> have you tried any of those brewskis that i uh nope, i mentioned nah, nah, did you manage to nah, track one of the day of the deads down i did see them in morrison's mm. and that was after well, already <laughs> <laughs> that was already after i'd bought uh, the three beers we're talking about tonight mm-hmm. those two that i had drank for the week yeah. uh and uh some bottles of uh like local ales from what was it uh, Ovenstone Brewery in Anstruller East Nuke area, but that's been taken off of me and stashed away for Christmas. So that who knows? Sucks. That always sucks. It's lazy. That's what it is. Someone wants to buy you a really good thing, or you buy something good for yourself in the months yep. leading up to Christmas, and they're like, "No, put that away. I'm going to wrap that up and give it to you on Christmas Day, even though you know uh, what it is." Yep. But, My granddad, dad, he did this with a hand solo. It was, it was the one that was like Ken. It was a bit bigger than your normal action figure. And he bought it for me. And he said, do you know what? Actually, no, I'm going to wrap that up and give it to you in a month. But what am I supposed <laughs> to do myself for 30 yeah, just days? Take I wanted to play with Han. Just take Leah. Just go. That'd be a better call. She was not available at that point, unfortunately. And I was still working out which way I wanted to go. Uh... <laughs> But uh, the good thing about all those beers, also that was like eight bottles I was carrying, uh, like throughout the day. So, like every shop I was picking up beer, and I got the Morrison's and I was like, nah, 
You've come in here for pumpkin, Stuart. Just buy the fucking pumpkin and leave. <laughs> Stop buying beer. I love how you don't spread out your beer buying day just in the same hour. All, and the same day. <laughs> yeah, all on the one lunch hour. And I'm Bed. so glad Bed. I emptied my van. Like, that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> my, the vehicle I was driving that contained these eight bottles of beer. Thankfully, <laughs> I emptied that van the day before I crashed it because it'd be quite embarrassing to explain that to the police. <laughs> You've had an accident, son. There's also eight <laughs> bottles of beer scattered throughout your works vehicle. Care to thinking, explain that? I was thinking as, you know, do they not know you're the co-host of a beer drinking podcast when they want to breathalyze you on the spot? If like, anything. On the spot. This guy has definitely been drinking, 100%. That was thinking, my kind of thought. Maybe a la, you know, like Gambit from the X-Men. I could flip him a beer mat advertising <laughs> the podcast at his face. But I, I don't think that would work in my favour. You played the gentleman card more. See what I did yeah. there? I so, said card because of Gambit. Beer. This is what we're drinking, is it? I had no ah, idea. It tastes like pedigree. It's all right. It's. Mm. I'm trying to think. Have we had another amber ale? I think we have, haven't we? Um, we have had... Uh, well, um, not really. I mean, we've had, obviously, stronger bitters. Yeah. Obviously, your Doom Bar... And your Aye. courage. Uh, again, Yamber, it's more of kind of a, a fancier way of kind of just um, differentiating it from the competition. But how do you yeah. think it goes? Or how does it sit along those ones, you? Your Doom Bar it's, and your courage? Uh, it kind of sits in between those. Mm. It, it's not that bad. Because I've, I've had Doom Bar twice now. Yeah, I know you're more of a fan the of the Doom, thing, I, I, Yeah, it was not bad. I'm just, yeah, this is all right. You know, just sort of like a, a nice standard amber ale. Yeah, I think th- it reminds me. You're speaking of banks, is it? It does remind me of the um of their amber ale or, or kind of bitter from the bottle. It's kind of similar, similar vibe. It's just kind of nice, just kind of straight down the middle, dependable, yeah. nothing fancy, just nice oh, kind yeah. of uh you know to have a go on, especially if you're having a, a sesh. When I say sesh, I mean. Like one and a half or something. I mean, I, I can't drink a lot to be honest. One one point five normally is what <laughs> I, I do. I reckon that fucking last beer's drank was a bit extensive. Do you guys a bit too much? Do you think my parole officer's going to hear this? <laughs> um. Right. Do you want to move on to the second beer? Yes. Have you drank that? Have you? Too much talking as usual for me. I mean, like... I actually don't know what to do. Because I've only bought two glasses, so I don't know whether to just mix and match or drink out of the bottle like a caveman, or I might just do it like out of this dog bowl that's down here. I don't know yet. You got a dog? No, I just keep it here for guests. Oh, one of those subdom nights, <laughs> eh? <laughs> I mean, what what did you think this fruit bowl was here for? Empty fruit bowl? I mean, <laughs> it's not for fruit, I'll tell you that. Uh, right, the second beer of the... Oh, that's where the keys go. <laughs> the second beer of the evening, I thought, just to kind of keep you in suspense, because I know you want to try the golden beer the most, I thought we'd do the Marson's EPA <laughs> next. <laughs> if if that's okay, is that okay? If that's okay with you? I don't yeah, know. it's just missing the end off of it. Then it would be a New English pale ale. 
going to be fucking flashback to last week. All right, come on. He's looking for a sponsorship deal again. All right, <laughs> come on. Chill out. You've already mentioned him twice. <laughs> I'm hoping this uh, last Bruce is going to be cold by the time we get into it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Okay, going green. Yeah, it smells a... Uh... Smells a bit fruitier than uh, than the last one, and pours out a bit clearer. Yes, a tad, a tad clearer. Yeah, a, tad a clearer. lot lighter than our amber. Mm. Love dead air, don't you? Just sitting admiring <laughs> the beer. <laughs> this has been us for the last nine weeks. Is that what you're doing? I thought we were playing musical statues. <laughs> Cheers, bud. Cheers. Mm. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a weird one, guys. Um, yeah, it's. If I was, I was already, I was trying to compare it to like the the any PAs that I've had. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, also, this is just must be a, an an OEPA. It's an old English paleo. If I compare it to the new ones, <laughs> they're is, it, is, it more... similar, is it similar to those? The kind there of vibe is, of it. Definitely, it's yeah. a, it's a, like kind of like a more watered down. Mm. It's got a kind of it doesn't kick as much. Is but... it weird? Is it me? It might sound weird, but it's got kind of like a meaty smell to it. I haven't just, you know, I haven't washed my glasses in a long time. I don't know. Do, do you know what I mean? It might just be the kind of the, the fruit kind of, I'm confusing it for the fruit flavor, but there's definitely like a fruity vibe there, isn't it? Kind of very strange. Yeah, barely there though. Strange it's aftertaste just... to it. Yeah, like a, like a, it tastes a bit like a diet IPA. Yeah. <laughs> IPA <laughs> max. Um, as I said, I can't quite remember if I've had this one before. Uh, at the start of the show, this is the one that I can't quite remember whether I've had it or not. But um, this is an English pale ale or bottled bitter. It describes itself as more of a light blonde ale to differentiate it from pedigree, coming in at 3.6%. The fella on the bottle is not just a peeping Tom uh, with some very elaborate and expensive equipment. This is an original <laughs> hot picker, uh, apparently. Ah. Um, so while you enjoy that, Stu, I'm going to jump back into the company's history briefly. Let's keep this um, keep this backstory going. Uh, as I mentioned before, it has been an ever-moving and ever-snowballing brewery, uh, joining with other companies and getting bigger and bigger as the years passed. It's the Katamari of the Brewski biz. Historically, Banks' through uh, amalgamation with other smaller breweries kind of became Boulderhampton and Dudley Breweries. And that brewery purchased Marsons in 1999. And since then, Marsons has purchased Jennings and Ringwood Brewery. Are you following? Am I drinking it too just much? It sounds like beer monopoly. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to buy it off me or not? Nah. Is I'm this boring? Go. Should I have sung this part to make it easier to digest? Come on, let's go past go. Let's collect £200 <laughs> and keep on trucking. Right, okay. So... Let's just take another break before we pass out in our pina coladas. Stu, we've got a very exciting topic next up. I know your favorite. I know the one you've been most excited to uh, get into. Listeners' questions. Hopefully, this is going to be a regular part of our show, not going forward. So, because 
our Twitter posts asking for questions from you lovely people received absolutely 0.0 replies. We're just going to sit in silence for the next 15 minutes and, and take a long, hard think about what we're doing with our lives while we enjoy our brews. Ooh. This is some good stuff. I'm not even enjoying this one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hope is not lost, my friend. As our biggest fan, Mr. Scott Shaw, blessed us with a fantastic question to get our minds around. I don't know why I'm straining. It's a two-parter. You're straining. We've rumbled on. Your favourite beer of all time, and or if you were stuck on a desert island, what three things would you use to kill yourself with? It seems pretty straightforward to me. Uh, Stu, do you have any thoughts on the matter? Hey, God, I could have just seen them all out once. Hey, let's see, God. Uh, the, the beer's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, do, do, do I want to just go, oh, oh, Trooper? Or do I want to go, oh, oh, Budweiser? And then, I don't know, uh, Coconut Palm Tree Shark. Is that that kid's YouTube craze that's going around? I've seen that a couple of times. No, it's those what three words is where I am exactly oh, in the country. That makes that makes sense. I thought these were the first kind of uh, inclinations of a, an aspiring hippity hop career. Um, no, I would, I would I just that's... hope that a coconut would fall from the tree and just just take me out. I think it, it nearly did with Keith Richards, didn't it? That's what happened with Keith. He nearly died because of coconut into him. Can you imagine that? You go through years and years of years of abusing your body and yep. drugs and alcohol and promiscuous sexual intercourse and then a coconut nearly uh, ends your life. Gutted. Yep. You, would, you would be good, But you probably wouldn't be good because you'd be dead, so you wouldn't be able to feel good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought about this a lot. What was the other one that you mentioned? Shark. <laughs> the baby shark. Or... Swim right into its mouth. <laughs> I've seen that in a movie somewhere. Are you talking about that clip of the... I just laughing thinking about it. The dude jumps into like off the boat into the shark's, that mouth, shark's mouth. CGI. What? Yeah. <laughs> Please I write in listeners with what film that is because I don't know, but it's amazing. I know. I think I'm going to call it Shark 3. Just something stupid. Something. It's like John Barrowman in it. But... Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I think that's it. A... Yeah, that might be the same film. Yeah, really I like thought that was separate, but you might be right, buddy. Straight jock, absolute shagger of a guy. That is him in a nutshell. That, that's a, an apt yeah. description. Yeah, clearly. some kind just jumps in a shark from some other movie, just jumps up and catches him. Jump in the shark. That's what we're doing this <laughs> evening. We're bringing on a guest star. <laughs> um, what was the third one, Stu? Uh, did I see? I think it was Palm Tree. Palm tree, okay. Yeah, I don't know if I would just... What's, what's the thinking behind that? Climb up it and drop. Yeah. You know, you've all, everyone's played Assassin's Creed. Is it going to be big enough, though? It doesn't seem like it the would palm be. Palm tree, if you just jump head first into the ground, hopefully it's not soft sand and you just kind of do the ostrich thing. But Hopefully it's soft sell, because so... that Mark Almond is a, is a sexy guy, and he looks but... better now than he did in 1983. He looks better. But anyway, anyway, oh, back piece, to yeah. uh, you know, Assassin's Creed. Anytime a, one of these fucking assassins jumps off of top of a tower, they always manage to land in a fucking 
pile of hay. Mm. It always survives. Convenient, yes. isn't it? Whereas yeah. I'm purposely doing it to avoid it. I've never seen any hay, like walking around the streets. But desert islands, Tom. How would you? Video you games yourself? are lying to us. Clearly, I, you know what I mean. They've just been lying to you us don't throughout the years. Assassin to to commit suicide. I thought you had. I thought you had to be. So it's it's blowing my mind tonight. I'm learning things. I'm learning facts. So it's good. Oh, um, you <laughs> you didn't mention your beer yet. My beer. Oh, Tripper, I guess, because that's more of a cultured answer than Budweiser. I I, I like the uncultured answer. You strike me as an uncultured man, Stu. That's what I like about you. Wait so a minute. Go with the. You should, I think you should go with the bud. You know what I mean? I think it, it suits okay. it suits you. Oh, suits you, sir. That's that's a good reference. I like that. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy that reference for a bit. No, no, a 15 minute break. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Let's go back to our EPA. <laughs> yes. Let's continue drinking that. So. Uh, no. Nah. Still not feeling it. Yeah, still not really kind of... Uh, oh, I wait still my tripper tumbler as well. So it's just, yeah, it's just an embarrassment, isn't it? Like, <laughs> to the class. <laughs> I'm feeling bloated. <laughs> I've had one and a fifth beer. Oh, I'm wind it, coach. I can't go on. Can't go on. This We're going to have to go into extra time. He's on, on the bench, this man. Cut me, Mick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I went into a Rocky reference. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Oh, my local cinema, like you know, a local Odeon was showing Rocky Four at quarter to eight last night. I was like, oh, I don't want to catch Corona. Yeah, I know, man. It's, it's always uh, a difficult decision. We're about the same over here. There's been some classic films playing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's in your head, you're thinking. Not trying to kill me, you bastards. Yeah, do I risk it? For I was about to say biscuit, but there's no biscuits there. I've checked what they it's what they do. It's normally popcorn and just uh, Coca Cola. Yeah. Um, favorite beer and three things to kill myself. <laughs> Moving yes. on, Tetley's sewing machine, trumpet, and obviously the concept of space and time. So shall we sum up the beer? Uh, <laughs> I'll take them with me. Don't worry. <laughs> Thinking ahead, always planning ahead, me. Um, so what do you reckon about this? Should we just down it because it's dreadful? No. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I want to catch you with you a little bit. That's, it. That's all. I'll stop. It's fine. There you go. You caught up. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one. It's like, um, it's kind of like a kind of middle ground between a, a bitter and an IPA. Is that a fair assessment? Because you got a little bit of fruit coming in, Aye. but it's not too bitter either. It's kind of somewhere straight down the middle. Aye, it's... Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. No, you're done. You got it, your system. Well, would you put this, where would you put this in your ranking of Doombar, Courage, and now Pedigree? The, the Richter scale of those, would that go somewhere... What, the, the EPA? Yeah, the bottom of the top, yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. It'll be lying comfortably at the bottom of the sea. That's nice here. It's nice. So, <laughs> Giving it the uh, VIP treatment. But uh, Maybe it's just because I'm immediately tasting it right after pedigree. Mm. But, yeah, that could be uh, not working in its, in its favour, unfortunately. So, 
that's it. it. It might not bode well for the golden beer, Wainwright. It has been left last, and I'm I'm already bloated. <laughs> Gas, I'm blowing out my arse. Oh no, one more award-winning beer. Don't think so. There will be a. This is won the award of cheapest uh, bottling home bargains. This one, 2020. So this is gonna be, <laughs> this is gonna be a uh, a winner. So do you want to move on to the Wayne Wright? Yeah, why not? Let's do it, man. Let's get let's, okay. let's put let's put that to us put that to the side because it's a bit smelly, and let's move on to the Wayne <laughs> on to the Wayne Wright. I'm going to crack it up and do this. Like, I'm, I'm not, going I'm to not, stop you right there. I'm not playing around. I'm going to go blow my nose, then I'll get back. Wait, the heat is on. You're right, dude. Yes. What are you saying? You okay? What are you saying? I was saying. I, I was saying. I was on the phone. On the phone. Hold on. Just give me a second. Yeah, I'm on the logger logs. That's a fucking calculator. Put it down. <laughs> That's my phone, alright, I'm sorry, I'm about 10 years behind the trends, I'm not a trendy dude. What does it say, boobs on it? <laughs> Fucking on to you. Classic school gag, I love that. You just want to take a break here and just down this then, and then we'll just get on to the next one, because this, this, this topic's just dreadful. I am not touching that beer. <laughs> it is a chore to drink. Okay. I've poured into the pint glass and it's like, I would not. I... Oh, okay. I'm just going to get rid of it then, guy. What a trooper. With the Day of the Dead label or just a normal. Yeah, I'm surprised I never got the, the little smug prick pick of that. <sighs> Didn't I send you that? No. What? Did Look at you. To be honest, dude, I think there were so many pictures that night. I could have. Uh... Oh, yeah, I sent you the Spidey one. I didn't do. No, 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 no. Is it a bit out of date yeah, now? Is it a bit out of date with posting now with the spidey hand around it? Is that a bit kind no. of... No. Okay, we'll do it. It's content. <laughs> we're, we're desperate for content. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, man. Right, okay, let's just do... Uh, I'll get rid of this then, man. Yeah, it's not good, is it? But we've got to, you got to sum it up. Though, yeah, it's, it's the EPA... For some reason, I had my, my my hopes and thinking, ah, this might be a decent one. Because I don't know why. I think when I sampled a cool brewing company's uh, Baby Badger Pale Ale, mm. it knocked my socks off. It was like yeah. one of the best little craft beers I've had for a while. And every time I kind of see about it, yeah. Pale Ale on a bottom, like, oh, we're chasing the dragon. We're getting close. <laughs> Let's try this. And it's like, ah, oh, man. English pale ale was pish. Yeah, well, it's weird because it says it's EPA, but it, for me, it's not, you know, an English pale ale would be like pedigree. Do you know what I mean? It'd be like a standard bottled bitter. So it's yeah. it's it, it's kind of a weird hybrid, but yeah, not good. Not good. Again, it tastes like a very kind of light IPA. Like it says an easy drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to agree with that, dude. Uh, I'm it's sorry. A rough but... one. Everyone likes your brother pedigree a little bit better, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect sum-up, that is. Um, are we still recording? Of course. Is this the show? Is this actually the show? Okay. It's it never I just, ended. I just, no, I, I, sometimes I don't know where the show ends, and you and me, our love Light affair blur, begins. It's, 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 it's well, a very blur after line. you hang up tonight, I will not talk to you for about three months. 
<laughs> I'll see you next month for the Christmas special, pal. So <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, dude. <laughs> so I believe we've got one more beer. Yeah. So hanging on in there, we haven't hit the iceberg just yet, but it's in sight. Remember, women and children first. So being both old and men, we're on the we'll ship till the Billy bitter Zane. end. <laughs> Maybe a soul guy should form some kind of club. We could use my treehouse, you know, if, we, if we're not if we're not dead from iceberg attack, if that's an actual thing. Yeah, third beer of the night is Wainwright's the the golden beer. I don't know what I was doing there. A little bit of a little bit of a stutter. It was a bit of a suspense stutter. So do I put it in the pedigree glass or the EPA glass? It's going to be a... a I, I brought solid. three glasses. <laughs> I can't remember now. I can't, I've mixed them up now. That's the mm. EPA. You're sniffing tumblers. I'm sniffing the drink. That's the, that's the pedigree, I think. So I'm going to go there. So, Matt, I'm glad that we finally tracked down a golden ale for you, buddy, because it's one of those things, elusive things, that we just haven't been able to kind of do. And I think um, the golden ale for you is kind of... I thought from the very get-go it would be the perfect kind of path for you to get on the darker beers, but we just went straight in at the deep end <laughs> with the bitters and, and the, and the scotch ales and the brown ales. But yeah, man, and the Guinness, yeah. And I think we had stouts, and I think uh, I always thought this would be a good kind of middle ground for you, but we just haven't got to it. But we have tonight, finally, all things come full circle, like the uh, the pie logo. It's like a racetrack, isn't it? It goes. It's like an eight. It's like a sideways eight. It's like a, it's like a tipsy eight. Aye, which I like. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna say cheers, cheers to you, bud. Cheers. Here we go. Yeah, man. I'm still, I'm still down with it, dude. Because this is the one I hinted at that I've had a lot in the past and couldn't remember. But yeah, I'm still down with it. It's quite refreshing isn't it it's nothing yeah. there's not a lot of, not a lot of flavor going there but it's... Aye, that's what i was kind of waiting like there's uh, you already kind of doubt yourself thinking well you've already had two drinks the palate's not exactly mm. clean yeah but right, man there's right. a, it's not immediately hitting you with big tastes no no i mean uh i said before i had this on uh had amazing uh keg party with this the one night and it went down a treat and i'm just thinking like i don't know how it would how the, the taste would differentiate whether it'd be kind of a bit more metallic-y out the at the keg or not I, I don't know but um yeah, i remember like yeah going down well because i think it's just not too distinct it's kind of perfect for like a do or something because it's like it's just kind of Straight down the middle, nice, not a lot kind of flavor going on, but it's just nice, drinkable, refreshing, just kind of perfect for you to yeah. get together. But I don't think I'd, I'd personally kind of sit here and have a go on it because I prefer something that may be a bit more kind of tasteful or tasty. But I think for what it is, it's kind of a nice middle ground between your, your lager and your and your bitter for sure. Aye. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's definitely going to be easier it's to drink than it, the EPA. Did you finish that API or not, or what's what's happened to that? Oh no, I just sat there on the table, staring at me. And was like, "Why have you moved on?" <laughs> so, so whizzing in at four point one percent. This is a blonde or golden ale, originally brewed as a seasonal ale, but so popular it hung around to become one of Marston's uh, staple cask ales. And you see it, 
you know, everywhere. Um, I seem to see it everywhere, kind of on cask. It's named after Alfred Wainwright, Bruce's loyal and obedient manservant. Uh, no, famous British fell walker, author, and illustrator of the same name. And since its inception, the company has been brewing beer, organizing outdoor activities, and plastering their website with so many inspirational quotes that make your middle-aged auntie who spends too much time on Facebook jealous. Um, so to sum up our chosen brewery this evening, Marson's reverted back to the Marson's name in 2007 and in the last five years or so has took over production of uh, Thwaites Beer, who brewed Wainwright originally uh, and Lancaster Bomber, and then they acquired Eagle Brewery, which gave them ownership of Bombardier, Courage and McCowan's Ale. Add to that Witchwood and Thwaites, and you've got one of the randiest British breweries of all time, Court Adjourned. So, our final and most hotly anticipated topic of the episode, please put your hands together for, that's what you've been waiting for, the support act over now. This is the, this is the main event, this is the headliner, top five beers of the season. I don't know why I did it in, in interpretive dance, but I did. Stu, you sexy shit. This is it. The finale. The big one. I'm excited. You're excited. Let's count this sucker down. I'm thinking we'll do a number each in ascending order and let the beautiful people know how this season has been for us. So uh, I want to say a lot of these beers on my list are ones I drank before the show. But not to fear, I do have an honorable mentions category to shine a light on a couple of new experiences uh that were fairly nice uh for the season yeah just hear the oscar <laughs> music playing you off already uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> right number five i'm gonna take a big beefy uh blast of this wine right first mm. <sighs> sensational do you want to go? Do you want to go number number five? Do you, do you want to go number five first? Come on. Yeah, sure. Um, Nights first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cheeky little bastards. <laughs> um, controversial. Oh possibly. shit. Number five. I've went with Bex. I, I kind of saw this coming a little bit. I thought Bex would sneak like in somewhere. Bastards. Yeah, I would. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> Being, you know, all uncultured again. <laughs> I thought, I thought this, was, <laughs> I thought this one was coming, dude. Yeah, because uh, no, I mean, to be honest, as I said in the show, it's kind of one of my old go-to beers. So the nostalgic, the, the nostalgia factors there, uh, but didn't make my list, uh, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But why didn't it make your list, Joe? It's just a nice, reliable uh, lager. Yeah, it's a sport. It's a, a nice price just now in home bargains. That's all that matters. That's it's... all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Just nice and easy. I took every beer on our list from the website, created a little spreadsheet, tried to put them in order. And did just... you? I didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go to that much effort. It was close. It was I just made like... it about three minutes ago before we started recording. I say three minutes. It was well, like, of course, well, you're like a oh, fucking God. beer database. It is. <laughs> so you can no, fucking rattle them off like a boom book. <laughs> this has taken me weeks to, to to boil down. It was it was to, down to the wire. It was very very difficult. Number five for me, Newcastle Brown Ale. Nice, classic, dependable, 
go-to bottled ale for me. Always a winner when you're out and about and you can't decide what to have a go on. But it's just pipped to the post by another brown ale we've covered this season. Yeah. That's my number five. Stuart, your, your number four, please. My number four? Oh. I had to kind of <laughs> settle down. Um, like, kind of go with, uh, like, what was the best, better... And I, I kind of swung for the fences and said Old Speckled Hen. Oh, okay. Good shout, man. Yeah, good shout. Mm-hmm. I um hasn't made my list, but, you know, I think it was a, a, a really good one. Uh, definitely in the good category <laughs> in terms <laughs> yeah. of our, uh, our, our kind of seasonal uh, offerings that we tucked into, for sure. And that's it, kind of throwing it in the ring like along with like Doombar and Courage Best Better. Does it come out on top of those ones for I you? I think so, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a re- it is a really good one. I thought Doombar might make your make your list. Well that was it. I kind just just kind of Yeah. I I didn't want to have kind of too many betters. Yeah yeah. So awesome. I thought right and I think I think Old Speckled Hen kinda of had the the best balance. That's yeah, I, I would agree with that, dude. I'd agree with that. I've put a couple of bitters above that for me, but again, it was it was difficult because I think we've had a really good um, season for your uh, your bitters, uh, your best bitters, and your strong bitters. I think we've had a really good um, season in terms of the output. Mm-hmm. So good pick, my friend. Number four for me would be Innocent Guns Bourbon Barrel Scotch Ale, nice. uh, a beer which I liked. Um, I, mean, I liked it before we did it on the show, but I didn't realize how complex and flavorsome it was till having it recently um, with you, buddy. And it um, it gets the best newcomer award easily, you know. Seeing as a lot of the brews we've covered on the show have been that uh, kind of well-established beers or beer brands, it definitely gets kind of the best newer beer for me easily. But yeah, fantastic brewski. And number three, I I went for. Our, our opener, uh, Chang Classic Beer. <laughs> like the beer that kind of started so, it all. I'm so glad Chang made the list, man. I was I attempted to put it on mine, like I was really, really close, but it didn't make the cut. But I'm glad it uh, made yours, man. Mm. Yes, yeah, where where it all started, the blueprint for the Lager Logs. Yes, I think it was the best um, international power. Even the probably just the best Lager we did this season. I would think. I'm trying to think yeah. that or. Um, or Chang. So you said Chang, so yeah, that yeah. or uh, Qingdao um, yeah. easily for me. It's kind of a tight contest, but I think it's probably the best lager we did in, t- in terms of uh, season season one. So I'm glad it made your list, buddy. Um, as I say, close for me, but didn't quite make the grade because number three for me was Guinness West Indies Porter. Ah. Probably my favourite of the Guinness range. I like the sweetness, I like the strength, mm. and I like how it's a nice middle ground between your normal uh, or dry stout and your fancier foreign versions straight through the middle, uh, which I really liked. And um, Yeah, that was a, a good episode in terms of um, professionalism and uh, just kind of just, just, just showing people that we're good just kind of presentable podcasters and um, we can just we can do a good job do you know what i mean we're just Definitely. dependable mm-hmm. 
we'll show up on time, we don't drink heavily, and we just get through it with just kind of just ease. And uh, we'll, we'll show a PowerPoint presentation as well if you want, but we don't, don't, need, don't need to normally do that. Yeah, well, that's something for the future, but yeah, that's, that's what I'd like to shout out, that episode. You got number two? Yeah. Uh, number two was my uh, ranking for Innocent Guns. Uh, oh, okay. Scott Jail. That's awesome, man. So a bit, bit yeah. kind of higher than mine. What what pipped it to, or what pushed it to number two? Sorry. I was just really kind of surprised how much I enjoyed it. Mm. And it just made me want to kind of explore the range a bit more. Definitely, man. Yeah. Just haven't been disappointed for the brews I've tasted from them, so... Great, definitely. It's something I would go back to. Definitely, man. Great, great kind of uh, brewery. And I think we said in the show, like I think I've haven't been kind of disappointed with what they've uh, what they've put out. Really, every one of their brewskis I've tried have been um, have been really, really nice. Um, So number two for me, my number one and two are the kind of both number one. So I'm going to skip it. Where like. 50 greatest films of all time and then fucking number <laughs> one is like the fucking Godfather trilogy. Yeah, we'll we just cram three in. <laughs> you know, number one's Godfather three, clearly. Um, just just for the incest. No, you do your number two. <laughs> you do your number two and I'm going to do my... No, well, you I've do done your... my two. Sorry, I'm saying you do your number one I'm going to do my one and two because it's, it's the one and two together, kind of number one. Right. If that's okay. Oh. What do you think is my number one? Your number one is Baltica. F.A.'s prick. <laughs> Sorry, F.A.'s Pilsner. Oh, is that how it's pronounced? Uh, I had no idea. Wow, okay. I'm, I'm no, surprised. No, it's not. I'm surprised, man. I'm really surprised. I thought that was uh, definitely going to be number be two. Daft. Oh, God, of course. Shut your mouth. Don't utter those words to me. <laughs> You're trying think... to make me sick. <laughs> I'm going to think in my head, it's got to be Trooper. Of course it's got to yes. be Trooper. It's the nice, reliable, premium British beer. Oh, with multi-changing labels to <laughs> get... All the, why, the... why are you so bitter about the label? <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> There's nothing, nothing against it. Like it's fine. You can buy it in Morrison's. That's a lot better than having to buy sixteen of the buggers off of their website. It's true. It's What's different? The label. We're just annoyed because they keep uh, putting up amazing merchandise from the store, and we just haven't got money to buy it. That's what it is. That's why we're annoyed. Yes. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what those, we're bitter about. All those beers can now be bought as T-shirts. Like all those beer labels. I mean, what what's stopping you from peeling it off the bottle and sticking it on your arm like every other normal human being? <laughs> I'm tatted up, Tom. Nothing. up. <laughs> I can, I can tell. I can see it from here. Nothing stopping you, honestly. Nothing is stopping you, man. You live your life. So, are you, gonna, are you gonna live your life? Do you promise? I've been living it to the fullest. Good man. Drop a gear and take it easy. <laughs> so, joint number one, two, joint top prize, whatever you'd like to call it for me, trooper. Slash Hobgoblin. Of course. Really hard to pick between the two. Uh, Hobby's the peak in terms of brown ale. Uh, for me, a lot going on in terms of flavor. Really drinkable and the perfect strength 
for me. Uh, and as Stu was saying, Trooper, you know, just fantastic. Beats out all the other strong bitters we've done the show and beats out most of them for me on the regular in my personal drinking time. Just a very well-made kind of ideal strong bitter. And it comes with a lot of gravitas, you know, right, it being maiden's beer. And um, it just delivers, you know. So, uh, yeah, I complete, completely agree with you there, buddy. But, yeah, Hobby's just kind of right there for me in terms of kind of uh, in terms of first place. So, uh, have you Thanks, got any Violet. honorable mentions? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the validation. Uh, have you got any honorable mentions? Uh, well, that's it. It's honorable mentions. <laughs> out of the... Your, uh, say, obviously, I would like to give a shout-out to, to the Guinness... West Indie Porter. That was I don't my preference. That was funny, but it was. <laughs> Shout out to my homies. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking to you, Nookie Brown. <laughs> so you would think, so would you so Adam the room on the bus for you, but if there was I would have given you a lift. Green King IPA reserve. <laughs> would you uh, so Adam a list is it the the Guinness that you were the West Indies Porter that you were kind of yeah, would possibly that. make your list, possibly make your list. Because I know you were it was quite surprising for you that Mm. Didn't think you were going to like any of those beers on that episode, but that professional episode. Uh, but you kind of dug both of them. Mm. I, I, they were both a pleasant surprise, but yeah. the West Indies port kind of just had that extra little sweet uh, yeah. flavor to it that was just a nice surprise. Mm. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I uh, to add to my list just the honorable mentions, I was going to mention uh, Green King's IPA Reserve, which was really surprising, and uh, and I know that we both dug that one. I think it's probably the best IPA I've had yeah. in general all season. You know, I think it's probably because it wasn't very much like an IPA. It was kind of like the EPA we're having tonight. It was kind of a blend between a bitter and a and an IPA, but it wasn't you know like this. It was obviously kind of a lot a lot better. I think it did that kind of balancing act. Uh, yeah. a lot better and I think that's why we both dug it really um, and I, I just wanted to mention uh, <laughs> Courage as well best bitter I think was my favourite new beer of the season like mm. I think the best of a bad, a bad bunch uh, <laughs> it wasn't a massive blow away brewski for me but for the price it ticked all the boxes in terms of what I like about beer and if you're on a budget and you want a nice bitter to sink your teeth into Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's a winner for me in terms of kind of like uh, the new beers, uh, the first time kind of uh, tryouts on the show. That would be the winner for me. And I think that is the end of our top fives. That's I don't know it. why I'm shaking my head. We've done it. Don't know why. I don't know. I was I was, I was saying yes, but I was doing this. There's no more numbers. <laughs> what about zero? Um, how are you getting on with your wine, right? Anyway, yeah, I, I did. Can I'm still feeling a bit gassy. Oh, so it's going down slow, okay, though. Slowing down, yeah. This is far easier to drink than the EPA. Mm. Yeah, as we said, not a lot of kind of flavor, but just just crisp, just kind of refreshing, just just nice, man. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. hot summer's day, a few of these. Aye. You know, in a beer garden somewhere, uh, just kind of really refreshing and nice. Um, I think it kind of, uh, in terms of golden beers, I think it's probably one of the best that I've had. 
to be honest. If we're just being, if we're just being honest, if that's okay for one minute on the show. I mean, I know to, we're to... running out of time, but if you want to be honest, <laughs> I mean, to finalise this bad boy, it has been the the only gold nail that we've tracked down this season. Hopefully, more to come next time round. Uh, what are your Tag. slightly inebriated thoughts on the matter of gold rights? Gold rights, Wayne White. Wayne White. Wayne rights. It's it's fine. I, yeah. Personally, I don't see it as as a a session beer, but it might just be the way we've played it tonight. How we'll, yeah. we'll throw it out third. Possibly, mate. Yeah, possibly, mate. He had a lot to kind of, well, not a lot to live up to, but obviously with the other two kind of very distinct tastes, it was probably uh, it was probably trying to swim upstream a little bit in terms of its placement. But that's what happens when you have three beers on a show. I told you we should just do two. We should just stick to two. But Stu was like, no, we're going to do three. And then season two, we're doing four a show. I said, like, it's too much. I can't deal with it. Stu, that's it, my friend. The season finale in the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking a short break, but the social media pages won't. We'll still be bringing you all types of weird and wonderful stuff on there. I'll obviously I'll let you know how I get on with my GCSEs. Um, and we'll let you know if we ever did invest in that pet shop. But mostly, it's going to be pictures of beer, right? Yes. Always. <laughs> That's... That's that's it. That's what you can. That's the gold standard, guys. Pictures of beers. It's it's going to be a good laugh going forward. I think it already is a good laugh. It's going to be it's going to be more of a laugh going forward. What do you reckon, Stu? Totally. I'm um, I'm already looking forward to the future Deleting. opportunities oh. <laughs> that are coming up for us. We're gonna. I want to introduce a wee spinny wheel for season two to a lot of ideas like, guys merchandise is flying up and down the country guys, as we speak guys there's things happening there's a lot of stuff happening so uh yeah keep your uh we'll check that out firstly but we'll make it we'll make this bit very brief because i can tell Stu is getting emotional uh there's some very apparent moisture on his cheekbones he's looking like a glazed ham right now it's a beautiful <laughs> sight but yeah, uh, so stay tuned for that stuff, guys. There's some exciting stuff coming up. Um, we want to thank uh, everyone for tuning in for the last couple of months. We appreciate yep. it. Thank you, Scott, for your question and for listening, my man. Thank you, David Lamb, for the amazing yep. artwork for the show. Thanks to my friend, your friend, Mr. Kenny B, for the driving lessons. Bye, people. Stay tuned because we have some... Very interesting things in the pipeline. As we said, we have a little cross-pollination occurring with another podcast before the end of the year. Keep your ears open for that one. And coming soon after that, we'll have uh, season two. But all of that, obviously, once Stu's had his stitches out and I've found the fire exit on this hot air balloon. Stu, anything to close us out with? Maybe a song? Where's the wild hearts when you need them? Okay, what do you got? Oi, Ginger! I thought, you were going on the old, I thought you were going on the old uh, iPad there. What you got for us? With yeah. something up. It's dead. The battery's flat. Oh, but it's, Look, it's, black. Oh, black. Just... See, that's that's your reflection in the mirror. Is black that, mirror. Is that a Metallica album cover that you have as <laughs> a, a desktop background? <laughs> Guys. <Nope. laughs> Excel spreadsheets, Thomas. <laughs> I'm an adult. Them. I'm sorry. Jeez, guys, we've had a blast. I hope you have too. We'll catch you on the flip side, beer burglars. 
cheers to the lockers. Also, I'm not expecting them to answer back oh, right, right now. now. I was, I was but, looking. I was looking at my shoulder. I was expecting. Yeah, a that reply. cunt behind you. He's in the room. <laughs> not me. Ah! It's old man Masterton. He's showing up. <laughs> this in his EPA. I'm going to crack it open, dude. This is like, I'm, I'm not, going I'm to not, stop you right there. I'm not playing around. I'm going to go blow my nose, then I'll get back. Like, the heating's on. I'm like, you sound pretty good. You're playing pretty good to me, I, I think. I just need to go blow a hole through my nose, and then I'll be back. You go and blow one, and, and I'm going to be here waiting for you. It's come to that time again when I'm on my own. The best time um, to be on the log logs is when it's a solo show. And I know you guys have only had a little kind of taste of the solo show, but there's going to be one soon. Um, and, and we're ending the season. It's because I'm going solo. And I know everyone's sad about it, but you've got to think, you know, in terms of singers, stars, you know, lead singers that left bands. Um, and just became huge. You just got to think about it. Do you know what I mean? Nick Kershaw, haircut 100, right? Adamant. Okay, he, he went huge when he left, you know, the ants behind. He, he, he kind of skyrocketed. He went, you know, massive, just absolutely huge. So that's what really you have to think of. Do you know what I mean? And I know we're losing the talent. Jeremy, you know I, mean? I hate to lose the talent because it's sad to write those P45s, you know, it's really sad, but he's had loads of them. He's had loads in his life. He's had thousands of P45s. You know, when I first met him, he was using his P45s as a shirt. He'd like stapled them all together to try and keep out the cold. You're right, dude. Yes. What are you saying? You okay? What are you saying? I was saying, I, I was saying, I was on the phone. On the phone. Hold on, just give me a second. Yeah, I'm on the logger logs. That's a fucking calculator. Put it down. Yeah. <laughs> 